This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, May 25th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing alright. Yeah? Yeah? You, you surviving condo work still? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Uh, we're going to be getting constant updates depending on how it goes, I'm sure. <laughs> of course. I'm glad it's good. Um, did you uh, you watch much baseball on Tuesday? I, I, I watched Chris Sale start. Yeah. I was, just can't win them all, apparently. Can only win 9 out of 10. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I, he wasn't awful, but he certainly wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. But uh, I don't it, know. It, You're it, obviously not worried next time he goes out, right? No, not worried at all. Uh, no, Austin Jackson, you know, he, he kind of misplayed a ball in center field, mm-hmm. and it was obvious that it, it kind of bothered Chris. Rattled him. You know, it, yeah. Things kind of. Yeah, it sucks to not see him go ten and zero. Also, Josh Tomlin was good, which, to your credit, you pointed out yesterday that we yeah. weren't giving enough credit, and he still gave up a homer, gave up a leadoff homer. It, that's his thing. He is. Chase Anderson itis, or he's just giving up homers all over the place, but being good otherwise. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, kudos to us for our Jimmy Nelson, Justin Verlander pick. That went real well. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have. By how well that went. If you went with that, you're welcome. Hope you listened. Uh, yeah. But maybe don't listen to us all the time, always. We had Nate Carnes. Nate Carnes, did you see what he did? He went five innings, one run, and then he allowed two leadoff runners in the sixth, so they yank him. And then both those guys score in no decision. But, uh, Classic Karn. Yeah. That's Karn's. Karn's first one or two times to the order is great. And then this can't do the third. So it doesn't go deep, but uh, pretty good numbers still. Also, Leonis Martins on fire. Uh, had a sweet walk-off for the Mariners uh, in the bottom of the ninth. He now has nine home runs. New career high. It's only May. Still stealing bases. Hitting okay. Like, he's figuring things out. I don't know if he'll hit every- lefties ever, but uh, interesting player there. For sure. I, I think Leonis Martin is, is worth attention. So, um, Okay, you got anything before we uh, get into these Wednesday games? I do not. Okay, so Wednesday we got our favorite. We got the split slate. It's kind of weird. We got seven games that are early, and then it looks like we got eight games that are late. Yeah. And uh, my first impression was that I had plenty of options in the evening games. That was fine. That was hitter heavy. Uh, I struggled a little bit in the early games. Did you? A little bit. Uh, yeah. there, there are a few you're going to laugh at me for, I think, if I say, I, well, if I say them on the show, which I may not. It's okay. It's a seven-game slate. you got to get creative. That's the thing about DFS is, is you, you know, every obscure guy has the advantage of nobody else using him, and that can mean good things. So, oh, um, we're going to get obscure today, I have a feeling. Perfect. Perfect. All right, so starting at catcher in the early slate in the first half. Matt, what are you thinking at catcher? Honestly, I really didn't see an obvious play. You could go with Miguel Montero versus Carlos Martinez, lefty on righty, with yeah. a righty that doesn't do very well against lefties. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, w- I would like to see him like actually like produce something before I, I toss him back in the lineup. I think you're just worried about him since he came back from the DL. You mean? Yeah, I, I, I you, you never like to to grab you know to grab guys fresh off the DL. Mm-hmm. So. I, I see that. Maybe a little bit rusty. Still a good lineup to be in. Still a player I believe in, but maybe Agreed. not just yet. Agreed. Just not just yet. Um, yeah. If I, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna go super cheap at catcher. Sure. I, I kind of like Cameron Rupp getting Anibal Sanchez. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Rupp's pretty bad, so 
And I kind of like, if I'm going to keep, I kind of like Juan Centino getting Dylan G. Uh, I, I meant Annabelle is bad. Uh, Rub, Rub's pretty okay. Um, okay. Centeno getting Dylan G, huh? Lefty is, is that... G has been awful against left-handed, left-handed bats this season. Yeah, he that is a significant weakness. Um, can you tell me anything about Centeno other than he's left-handed and gets Dylan G? He's competent against that... right. <laughs> he's pretty he's much it. Go. Yeah, it's going to be somebody nobody else has. Um, I'm okay in these small ones to so definitely punt at, at catcher or punt at tough positions. I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't have a real problem with that. Um, I had Montero, if you want to spend a little bit. Um, the other name I had was Salvador Perez getting Tyler Duffy, who's pretty okay. Tyler Duffy's pretty all right. Uh, he's interesting. But uh, the Twins' bullpen's really bad. So if you believe in Salvador Perez, who's been okay also, uh, not great, but fine. I think that's a fine day to just pick a catcher that you kind of trust, like Perez, and go with him. So, I mean, you take Duffy there. Any other catchers for you in the morning? No. It's a tough day, I think. <laughs> tough morning. Yeah, it's, it, there's more in the evening, uh, I promise. I mean, even your boy Salta Lamaki, if he gets in, he gets Aaron Nola. You don't want anything to do with that. Not really, no. I mean, Wilson Ramos gets Steven Matz. You don't, that's a platoon advantage for him, but Steven Matz is pretty okay. And uh, he's actually prefers righties, so that's not great. You don't want any Cardinals against Jake Arrieta. We don't care about the Angels catcher or the Rangers catcher. Um, you can maybe take Jan Gomes getting Jose Quintana. That's righty on lefty, but Jose Quintana's awesome. So you'd have to be pretty uh, bold to do that, you know. And then I, I guess you could go Buster Posey against James Shields if you really want to. Uh, you could spend that money, but... It's in San Francisco, and James Shields, as much as I always say, you know, gave up a homer to Bartolo Colon, which I'm sure people other than me will never let him forget. Um, he's pretty competent. Okay. So. Which is worse, um, Shields giving up the, the Bartolo homer, or Steve Stone giving up a homer to Dwayne Kuyper? <laughs> is that it, when they were MLB players? Yes. Oh, I, I was not aware of that. Uh, this certain, no, uh, it, it was Dwayne Kuyper, it was the only... Home run in Dwayne Kuyper's career came off of Steve Stone. <laughs> That's amazing. I was not aware of that. Well before my time. I hope they give each other a hard time about oh, it, he, for sure. Kuyper busts his chops constantly for it. That's great. I did not know that, but I like that story. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's look at uh, evening catchers. A little bit better. Uh, Brian McCann gets Mark Wistrada. That's fine. It's Yankee Stadium, so I like it for Brian McCann. I think it'll be okay. I have Francisco Cervelli getting... Uh, Getting Ruby De La Rosa. I kind of believe in Ruby De La Rosa, but I, I like Cervelli to be all right, and he likes to hit righties. He'll be okay. Um, you got to be with me. It's a Wellington Castillo day against Jeff Locke, right? Yes, it is 100% Wellington Castillo day. Circle it, star it. That's maybe our favorite catcher in the evening. I think yeah, it's mine. Right. Um, and then I also wrote Jonathan Lucroy getting Mike Fultonavich, who has had a weakness against the lefties, and Lucroy is right-handed, so that's not ideal, but... Uh, Fulton Evich has just kind of had a weakness against Major League hitting also. So I think if you want Luke Roy, I think that's fine. But it's got to be Castillo, right? You got anybody better than that for the evening catchers? I have no one better than that, no. Do you have anybody else worth a mention other than that? All right. It can't be worse than Centeno for the Twins. Oh, it's, you'll see. Okay. I, I've got to mention Jason Castro getting... Okay. He's showing signs of life. Getting uh, Tyler Wilson, correct? Yes, Tyler Wilson. Is it because he's showing signs of life, or just because you like that matchup? Both. He's 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 not rolling over just yet. He's not great, but 
he's got his OPS against righties is up over 900, I think. He can hit righties, yeah, he can do that. Not sure he can hit lefties, but he can do that. I don't know. I, I think he's totally, n- not totally competent. He's almost competent. He's he's sort of competent. <laughs> I, and that's a ringing endorsement. But uh, he gets Tether Wilson, who won't go deep, uh, who's okay, but won't go deep. I don't know. I like that for sure. I'm fine with that. Um, any other captures for you? Yeah. Okay, what are you doing at first base in the afternoon? Actually, I, I like the first base options in the afternoon. They're they're not bad. There's places to go. It's like real hitters. You got Eric Hosmer getting Tyler Dufay. Yes, absolutely. Duffy Again, I think Duffy's fine, but not a guy you have to avoid with a hitter you trust like Hosmer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anthony Rizzo getting Carlos Martinez. Yep, for sure. I mean, Rizzo, he's been not hot, but he hasn't been awful. He's pretty darn talented. There's, I don't know. In actually, he's been getting a bit of criticism in the, in the, in the news media here, which is just because the Cubs aren't winning eighty, ninety percent of the games anymore. So you got to blame yeah. somebody. It basically, yeah, and it's all his fault because he's not hitting, you know, four homers a game or whatever. Yeah, it's the Joey Votto syndrome, except you know they're losing eighty, ninety percent of the games. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Brandon Belt getting game shields. Yeah, why not? Right. Hey, Bartolo can homer off him. Why not Brandon Bell? There you go. It's tainted my opinion of James Shields forever. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> give, I cannot give fair analysis on James Shields anymore after the most amazing thing happened this year. And lastly, uh, Ryan Rua getting Hector Santiago. Sure, just because beats on beats on lefties. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah. Santiago, he's got a pretty, he's got a, he's got a platoon split. He's, he, he has a platoon split against righties. Mm-hmm. So, no, that, that'd be totally fine. Um, how about uh, if, if Dylan G doesn't like lefties, would you ever play Joe Maurer? Or is it just too okay. uninspiring? He's not going to hit for power. He's not going to steal bases. What, what's he going to do for you? He's going to be a, basically a John Jaso guy. You're hoping that he gets on base. And they bet him up near the top of the lineup. He has a 380 on base this year. Like, he's doing that, but three homers, 12 RBIs, like 12 I, runs I think, scored. The problem with first base is I think you need to. You know, aim a little higher. It's a cheap option yeah, with fact. a decent floor. Like that's it. It's not. It's not. Not putting stars around that one. But no. uh, he could have a fine game against Dylan G. So right. if you need, I don't think you're crazy if you build your your format around that in a way. No, not, not crazy at all. No. Yeah. Okay. How about in the evening? I had even more options there. I had quite a few that I liked. Yes. Yeah. Um, Edwin Encarnacion or your boy Justin Smoke getting a Von Nova. It's Yankee Stadium. It's a Von Nova. Uh, I'm fine with it. Um, my boy John Jaso getting Ruby De La Rosa again. Uh, that's a platoon matchup he should like. And just like Joe Maurer, not going to hit for uh, a lot of power or run at all, but should be able to get on base. So there's a high floor there, um, especially in the top of the lineup. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt gets Jeff Locke. I assume you're fine with most anyone who can hit against Jeff Locke, right? Yes, I think he has to be. Yeah. Um, the downside to these D-backs guys we're going to pick against Jeff Locke is that it's in Pittsburgh, which is really, like, pitcher-friendly. But, uh, other, other than that, I, it's fine. I also have David Ortiz getting Chad Bettis, which will be... It's fine. You're not worried about picking on Bettis, right? In Fenway? I'm okay. I'm good with picking on Bettis. not worried about it. I kind of like Bettis away from Colorado sometimes, but not in Fenway. Not no. against the Red Sox. That's no. going to be bad. So we'll be picking Red Sox today. Picked Red Sox on Tuesday, and guess what? They blew up Jorge De La Rosa, uh, as we thought they would. Um, Chris Carter getting Mike Fultonevich. Again, he has the platoon weakness against the lefties. Carter's right-handed, so it's not ideal. But do you trust uh, Chris Carter against him? Honestly, I'd probably look elsewhere. 
Okay. How about Justin Borg and Matt Andresi? I would, I would look there. Yeah, I think that's going to be fine. Matt Andresi, two-hit shutout, two starts ago, and then last time out remembered he was Matt Andresi and was much more modest. Um, and then Chris Davis getting Colin McHugh. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a, a pitcher that struggles uh, right now, unfortunately. want to see him be good, but he's not been. He's, yeah, he's not turning it around. And Chris Davis has a platoon advantage. He likes that. Do you have any first baseman I didn't mention in the evening? I, I would like to give a shout-out to Freddie Freeman getting uh, Junior Guerra. Okay, I think that's fine. I think that's going to be an interesting one. A, I like that for Freeman. I am mildly interested in Junior Guerra when we get there later, though. All right. But I don't think there's anything wrong with picking on him with somebody who can actually hit, like like Freeman. I don't know if I'm going to take Nick the Stick, Marcakis against him, but Freddie Freeman's good enough. So, um, How about second base, Matt? Where do you think you're going in the afternoon? In the afternoon? Again, I, eh, there's a few options. I'm starting with uh, Andres Blanco versus Anibal Sanchez. Okay, sure. Anybody against Anibal I'm fine with, for sure. Lefty in particular. Yeah. Uh, ben Zerbers against Carlos Martinez. Sure, sure, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Carlos ben Martinez. Zerber, he's, in fact, he's in fact a switch hitter, you know. He is a switch hitter. Uh, that'll be good for him. Um, Martinez has been good, not great. I think you can pick on him with hitters you believe, and Zerbers has been so hot that I'm okay Especially with that. Especially from the left side of the plate. Yeah, that'll be good. And lastly, uh, Joe Panic getting James Shields. Sure, why not? I... Picking on James Shields, but I understand. I'm sad, but I understand. Um, the only other name I had in the afternoon you didn't is Neil Walker getting Tanner Roark, another switch hitter, who'd be just fine against Tanner Roark. I'm not worried about that matchup. Um, so it's nothing sneaky, but definitely competent. How about in the evening? Are there more second basemen for you you like? Yeah, actually, there were quite a few options that I, I, I liked in the evening. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, starting with, I, I kind of like Dustin Pedroia against Bettis. Sure, he tends to prefer lefties, but you just figure that Bettis is bad enough, it'll be fine. It's, I, I think Bettis actually skew, actually struggles worse against righties than he does against lefties, believe it or not. I think there's, uh, that, that, that even goes back to his career. It's even for his entire career, he's, he's kind of skewed that way. Yeah, so maybe his uh, bad split will be overtaken, right. uh, or will overtake Pedroia's preference for lefties. Yeah, and doesn't Pedro can hit a righty just fine. Yeah, I, I especially a bad one. And then Rockies bullpen, and it's Fenway, and the Red Sox are on fire. Uh, next on my list, uh, Chase Hutley getting Dan Straley. Sure, yeah. I kind of like Dan Straley, but not enough to avoid picking against yeah, him. Yeah, me too. Uh, Derek, yeah. Derek Dietrich getting Matt Andrise. Yes, I'm in with that. That's fine. And lastly, if you're looking cheap, our guy, Jimmy Jimmy per- Jimmy Paredes getting yeah. Nova, perhaps. If he gets in there, I'm fine with it. It's Yankee Stadium, it's Avon Nova, and it's the Blue Jays lineup. I, absolutely. Deep, and he gets in there, I really like that matchup for, for Brittis. Yep, I, I would trust that. You forgot Robinson Cano getting some guy named Zach Neal for the A's. I don't know who Zach Neal is, but he's going to start for the A's, and Robinson Cano showing plenty of power, hitting well. Uh, you'd pay for it, but it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then you forgot, provided he's the second baseman for you, might play a few places, Steve Pierce. Getting uh, getting Justin Nicolino, right? Yeah, yeah I, I guess I, he, he, it's a lefty. Here's, right, I got a stat. I got a stat that I stole, but I'm gonna credit it. Joe Sheehan tweets: Last year, position players struck out eight of the 127 batters they faced, which is 6.3 percent when position players pitched. In 2016, Justin Nicolino has struck out six of 123, 4.9 percent, a lower strikeout rate than position players pitching. He strikes out. Nobody. 
and he's a left-handed. It's his, this is DFS gold for me. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking uh, any right-handed raise. There's going to be plenty, and it starts with Steve Pierce. At least it's second base if he's there for you. So I'm into that. On to third base in the afternoon. This was thin for me. Uh, right? It's tough, right? Yes, it is. It's Adrian Beltre against Hector Santiago. Yep. Is the one. And I think it's the standard one. If you're in a smaller format, a 50 50 or whatever, go for it. If you're in a GPP and you're worried everybody else took him, and they maybe did because it might be the best option, then you can start to get creative. But, but, you know, number one is Adrian Beltre against Santiago. Other than that, Chris Bryant gets Carlos Martinez, but he likes righties, so that's not a great matchup there. And he might be an outfielder for you, which is even harder. Uh, I'm not, I think Matt Carpenter against most anyone. I'm not taking him against Arietta. Pass. No thanks. You can fade it because nobody else is going to do it, but n- no. Why? I mean, Trevor Bluth gets Dylan G, but he likes righties. I mean, I right. guess for Trevor Bluth. I mean, do you want Michael Franco against Annabelle Sanchez? Is that it? That's actually not bad. I wish I had thought that's, that. That's like of what the options are in like these three games, these seven games for third base. Like that's a place to go. I mean, you can take David Wright getting Tanner Roark if you want. You can take Anthony Rendon getting Stephen Matz, which is a platoon advantage for him. David Wright's nicked. Uh, yeah, he has been beat up, hasn't he? I forgot. This is tough. This is tough. All right, so Matt, I'm grasping here. Where are you thinking at third base in the afternoon? Okay. I Beltre is by far the obvious pick. Okay, yes. But if I'm going cheap and I need a third baseman, mm-hmm. I would be okay with Brett Wallace against Jake Peavy. Okay, yeah. If he gets in at, and, you know, and he's third base eligible, sure. Just based on what we got going on here and how bad uh, Jake Peavy's been, I-, I think that's fine. I was looking at uh, picks for Field of Streams later, guys that are less than 50% owned, and I was like, Jake Peavy gets to the Padres. Like, that's an option. And I pulled him up and looked at his stats and was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's... Oh my goodness, Jake Peavy. I know he's been bad. And I was like, yeah, maybe against the Padres. No, no. he's been so bad. Yeah, he's been, uh, yeah. So, Brett Wallace, sure. Left, left, yeah. He matches on righties. Yeah, that's that's a fine option. You know, again, the, the picks at third base are really tough in the afternoon. I mean, Matt Duffy against James Shields, if you want. Not that he's been very good, you know. But, okay. I like the Brett Wallace pick. I think it's either go obvious with Adrian Beltre. Or go real sneaky with Brett Wallace if he gets in. You gotta hope he gets in. You wanna get even sneakier uh, with an if he gets in, I've got one for you. Okay. Who else you got? Connor Gillespie getting James Shields. Okay. Yeah. If he gets in. You're just hoping the Giants beat up uh Shields or do you actually believe in him? It, it's lefty and righty, which is Yeah. It's actually where, where you want to be against James Shields. Mm-hmm. And Gillespie in a, a small sample size this year, he's actually been really good against against righties, believe it or not. Yeah, he's one of those journeyman guys. I yeah. Again, in this matchup, I'm clearly ready to agree on just about anybody. So, okay. um, all right. How about the evening at third base? Actual options, much better hitters, places to go. Actual what are you thinking at third base? Actual major league hitters. Uh, Josh Donaldson yes. and Manny Machado are at the top of my list. Yes, those are studs. They have good matchups. Donaldson gets Nova in Yankee Stadium. Machado gets McHugh. They're both going to be fine. Uh, yeah, if you want to pay for it, go nuts. Um, how about any anybody a little more sneaky? Eugenio Suarez versus Scott Casimir. Yes, yes, yes. Anytime Eugenio against a lefty and Scott Casimir has been bad, so I, I I would see myself doing that. I'm all about that. Too. Uh, Kyle Seager getting the aforementioned Zach Neal. Whoever that is, I'm I'm down. Kyle Seager's just just good. He's he's good. He'll be fine. And let's say Everton Evan Longoria getting Justin Nicolino. 
Absolutely. I love that too. I love Eugenio and I love Longoria in, in this matchup. If you don't want to pay for Donaldson and Machado, mm-hmm. you know, those are fine. Agreed. I have Travis Shaw getting Chad Bettis. Why not? I'll be fine also. And then I had Martin Prado getting Matt Andresi. Um, not the same upside as some of those other ones though. So on another day, I'd be fine. If we're in the afternoon, I'd be all over it. But in the evening, uh, yeah. Between Longoria, Eugenio, Seeger, Machado, and Donaldson, there's and Shaw. There's a lot of places to go uh, third base. Anybody left behind, or is that pretty good for you? Pretty good for me. Okay, on to shortstop in the afternoon. Are we are we just gonna keep riding Eduardo Nunez till he shows us we can't anymore? Actually, you you probably want Eduardo Escobar against Dylan G. Okay, uh, just specifically based on their splits. Correct. I thought is Nunez right-handed, but but he likes to hit righties. But then Dylan G shuts down righties. This is the complicated like. So go the switch hitter Eduardo Escobar. That's true. It's like the Princess Bride thing, where it's like (laughs) I spiked your your drink. Are are do you have the poison, or is your split more important, or is my split more important? Um, I'm on the record in the show saying I think the pitcher one is more important, and that would be Dylan G being able to shut down righties. So. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. You gotta see what the twins believe and who they go with in their crowded infield and what's going on. But if it's Eduardo Escobar, uh, we believe in that a bit. Um, I wrote Elvis Andrews getting Hector Santiago, the very very boring Elvis Andrews, but that's a platoon advantage for him. And Santiago hasn't looked great lately. I think that'd be okay. And I wrote Addison Russell getting Carlos Martinez, but that's not the platoon advantage. And again, Martinez can shut down righties, so that that's kind of tough too. Do you have any other shortstops in the afternoon you like more than that? Francisco Lindor getting Quintana. <sighs> it's hard to pick against Quintana, but it's also hard to pick against Lindor. So I think if you want to spend that money, that's okay. Yeah. He does like lefties just fine. Um, is it Brandon Crawford getting James Shields then? I would I would either go cheap with Escobar or spend on Lindor. I don't I didn't really think about Brandon Crawford. Crawford's been a weird like RBI machine, which is not a skill specifically, but the Giants are just on fire, especially against the Padres. They're whooping on them. So uh, I'm fine with Crawford there. Again, I don't think the RBIs are predictive, but the lineup being good is. And so I think if you want to go uh, Crawford, that's fine. Okay. Um, how about any other shortstops in the afternoon? There's no. not much, right? No. no. Okay. How about the evening? Where do you think you might go? Evening, uh, Corey Seager could stand trailing. Yep, Absolutely. Kind of where you want to be. I wrote, I wrote down Jonathan VR versus Fultonevich. Believe it or not, it, it, VR he gets on base against righties. He isn't hit for power against righties, which is odd. Right, but then he might run, which is what I hope he does. But yeah, it shows his power against lefties more than righties. Uh, also, I wrote, also wrote down Zach Kozart getting Scott Casimir. Yeah, I like that. He's turned into a lefty masher. I used to think he was a very low OVP glove only guy, but there's some pop and some hit and skill there. There's been some offense there. Yeah. Uh, Chris Owings getting Jeff Locke. Sure. That's righty on lefty for him. He, speaking of a guy who's low OVP, doesn't get on base very well, but there's some contact skills there. There's damage against lefties, though. Yeah. It's, it's, it does damage against lefties, and he makes good contact. He, If he's not careful, he's going to be like a 280 average, 310 on base guy. Uh, but in fantasy, you might not care that much, you know. Anybody else for you at shortstop? I wrote down Xander Bogarts, but I don't know if I want to pay for it against Bettis. That was the last name I had, too. Where I was like, if you want, I think the Red Sox score a bunch of runs, and I think he is a big part of it, but it's not maybe going to be cost-effective for you. No, I, so. I, I would agree there. Yeah. 
But uh, I like Corey Seager, no hesitation there. VR is fine and Cozart's fine. And if you want to get cheap, I think Owings is a good option too. So there's options there, evening. All right. Um, in the outfield in the afternoon, I didn't have a lot. I wrote Jason Worth getting Steven Matz because Jason Worth is hitting lefties. That's a skill he's had a long time and he's showing it now. Um, you can go with the Mets outfield. Michael Conforto getting Tanner Roark. He's just fine. He, he's been real good. He's going to continue to be good. Not against lefties, but a righty like Roark will be fine. Um, I want to say Granderson. Granderson has not been that awesome. Uh, pretty low on base, but still a little power. Not that much speed, but might score some runs. So, uh, But I think he, he's a little bit cold right now. I wrote Odubel Herrera getting Anibal Sanchez. He's becoming a really trustworthy Phillies outfielder, go even though I don't know. Go, go Odubel, go. Yeah, I don't know who's going to drive him in, uh, but Michael Michael Franco's about it. I mean, it's it's Anibal Sanchez, so he'll be okay. I wrote Miguel Sano getting Dylan G, even though, again, we're kind of worried about uh, Dylan G being able to shut down right-handed guys, but it would not shock me at all if, you know, Miguel Sano ran into one. I think if, if you're going to go with a Minnesota outfielder, it should probably be as well to Arcia, not... Miguel Sano, but yeah, I want to talk about another guy that should have more power that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, but, agreed. Uh, he's shown it in the past. He's still super young. I want Oswaldo Garcia to be good. Uh, I also like Ian Desmond getting Hector Santiago. Uh, he started off real cold and has been just fine, even though they moved him to center field, which is still funny. But he's hitting for power. He's stealing bases. His average isn't bad. It's like, oh, this is you know, he's he's working on that pillow contract, and so far so good for him. Um, and so far, so good in fantasy. So I, I like that frame against Hector Santiago, who I want to be good. Um, who else did you have in the outfield in the afternoon? It was a little bit thin for me. I, I wrote down Dexter Fowler getting Carlos Martinez. Yeah. Dexter Fowler. Mm-hmm. I wrote down the Padres outfield versus Jake Peavy if you're, if you're looking to go cheap. Yeah, they're mostly right-handed, but Jake Peavy's been so bad. I can't believe how good Melvin Upton's been, and he's hitting righties, actually. Yeah, and, that's kind of why I wrote it down because I I, I kind That's of so weird. I, I would be okay. With, I would be okay with Matt Kemp, and I'd be okay with John Jay. Yeah, but it's weird that John Jay will have the platoon advantage at least, even though he's pretty darn boring. But yeah, yeah. Melvin Upton hitting righties in speed and can run into one low OBP, but I, it wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, he, it's so weird. What a weird thing. I hope that keeps up all year, and we gotta play with that all year. Um. Yeah, and other than that, I mean, are you even picking the Angels against Colby Lewis? Colby Lewis has been good. Cole Calhoun? Can go Cole Calhoun, but we'll be talking about Colby Lewis on pitchers because we'd like to give him a hard time, but he's been good. I mean, Lorenzo Cain gets Tyler Duffy. That's righty on righty. Uh, I, I mean, are there any Phillies outfielders you like against Annabelle? Not really, right? Oda Bell. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. The rest is... Uh, this morning slate is brutal, I'm telling you. It's not very good. Um, ben Revere, maybe getting a, a lefty uh, in Steven Matz. Ben Revere, who hit a home run on Tuesday. I recommended him, and I get to pretend that I predicted the home run, which he would never predict. It's just a bonus. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny because, yeah, that's not common. Um, okay, how about in the evening, though? Plenty more outfield options. Matt, where do you think you're going there? I'm starting with uh, Gregory Polanco against Ruby Dale Rosa. Sure, yeah. Uh, Ruby's been okay lately, but that is the uh, the platoon split that you want to take advantage of, yeah, for sure. Blanco's been on fire recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, the entire Baltimore outfield versus Colin McHugh. Yep, pick one. Adam Jones will be fine. Mark Trumbull will be fine. Joey Rickard, he's still on board with. Joey Rickard or Reimold, yeah, I'd be okay with just about anybody, honestly. 
Yeah, Colin McHugh has been so bad. It's he frustrating. Really, and it's been against both. It's not like there's just like one side of the plate you 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 would, mm-hmm. you, you know you know, you know, pick on him with. It's it's been both sides. He, you know, equal opportunity, awful pitcher. Yeah, which is too bad. Which is too bad. Uh, if, if you're looking for Blue Jays, um, Michael Saunders gets even Nova, but so does Jose Bautista. I like both. Yes, especially in Yankee Stadium. A plus. Mm-hmm. Um, except uh, I kind of like Mookie Betts against Chad Bettis. I'm fine with that. Or Jackie Bradley Jr., even though he might cost you an arm and a leg. His yeah, prices in some DFS sites have gone insane, and I don't know that I'm paying insane prices for Jackie Bradley, but if you can fit him in, I think that's totally fine. Uh, he's on his insane hit streak. Like, go nuts. It's a platoon advantage for him. So, Yeah, but Mookie Betts also, yes. I wrote down the Seattle Outfield versus one Zach Neal. Yeah, it's Seth Smith, Red Hot, Leonis Martin, Nelson Cruz. All of them will be fine. Yeah, really, you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, Yasmani Tomas gets Jeff Locke. Yeah, I like that. I wrote that and Brandon Drury. If you still believe in Brandon Drury, that's a platoon advantage for him. And speaking of being, you know, equal opportunity, bad pitcher, Jeff Locke can get hit for sure. Yes, he can. If if you're looking for an Atlanta Brave outfitter to, to toss in there against Drew Guerra, I like Malik Smith. He can run, that's for sure. If he can get on base, he can run like crazy. So power there too. He, he's an interesting player. It's easy to overlook him because you know it's Atlanta and they're so bad. But interesting player. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Except uh, Jack Peterson getting Dan Straley. Yeah, uh, it's weird. He's becoming the go-to Dodgers outfielder, but yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm putting this season. Yeah, he's so young and has a ton of talent. I, it's not going to surprise me at all if he you know gets it straightened out. Uh, I also like the race stack against Justin Nicolino, that being yeah. Brennan Geyer and Steven Souza. And Desmond Jennings, I like more than you, but yes, exclamation point for me. Again, I brought up that stat, pick on Justin Nicolino. He's so bad. There's no reason for him to be pitching on major leagues. Not striking anybody out, not fooling anybody. So, yeah. Uh, if you can go cheap, I kind of like my guy Alex Presley against Fultonevich. <laughs> okay, right. okay. You... I'll throw... I'll... I'll throw it out there, and you know, for the entire season if I have to. It's it's one day it's gonna work for me. Does that make you a genius if you recommend him every day and he finally hits one? Obviously. Yes. Uh, but not Kirk Newenweiss, not your boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's funny <laughs> that you prefer one or the other. I don't know. I'm embarrassed to say both, and there's more pop with Presley. Okay. All right, but you can pick on Fultonevich. I agree. I think you can too. Yeah. Uh, if Matt Joyce gets in there against Ruby, I kind of like that for him too. Sure, that'd be the platoon advantage for him. Um, he was playing more when I think it was Starling Marte was on the uh, was on the paternity list. Accurate. Now that uh, now that he's back, if he gets in, I agree. Less likely to be, but interesting. I think, and I think that wraps it up for for the the, the options I, w- I would I would feel comfortable with. The only other guy I wrote is Adam Duvall getting Scott Casmer. He has nine homers already. He's not walking. He's striking out a ton, but he connects. He has power. So I wrote that. I wrote. Ryan Braun getting Mike Fultonevich if you want to go there, even though his back's been funky. But if he's in, he'll be fine. I know what the Yankees outfield against Marco Estrada, but to be honest, it's like hitters I legitimately am into in the outfield in the evening, such as all those Rays, all those Mariners, all those Orioles, like those Blue Jays guys. Like there's a lot of places to go in the outfield in the evening. It's such a weird split slate. So I said at the top of the show, like there's hitting options for sure. And it's only one extra game in the evening, but the day stack is just tricky so um yeah i don't think you have to go that deep in the outfield in the evening all right on the pitchers during the day do you trust aaron nola getting detroit yes 
he's good enough. I think he's good enough at this point. I don't know that he'll have that much backing. At least it's Anibal Sanchez, but I trust him. Do you trust Steven Matz getting the Nationals? Unquestionably. Okay. Do you trust Tyler Duffy getting the Royals? Yes, I do. Trust is a weird word. I'm not endorsing it as in, like, I love it, but I think if you want to go cheap there, the Royals are not that scary. And Tyler Duffy's proven that he's a Major League starter. So yes, yes. I think you can go there. He's been good. Um, Jake Arrieta gets the Cardinals. There's no commentary to make that. They're not a scary lineup. They're a fine lineup, but he's a scary pitcher. He'll be fine. Um, Corey Kluber against Jose Quintana. Matt, what do you do with this? I think I, w- I would probably go with Kluber over Quintana. But they're both clearly viable because they're both pretty good. Agreed. But yeah. I think if I'm hunting for wins, I think I want Kluber. Okay. You're just worried that Kluber's going to shut him down? I'm also kind of concerned with the White Sox offense. I don't... Yeah. Better matchup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, they're both very viable. It's you If you're scared off by them facing each other, I understand. But they're both totally options. There some more strikeouts there from Kluber. Higher ceiling. I'm going to cost you more. But Quintana's no slouch. I don't know that to be true. That there's more strikeouts with Kluber? Yeah. Uh, is, is he, have I not paid attention? Is he way down this year? I, I think you're... Or am I disc- discounting uh, Jose Quintana and what he's done? Well, uh, it's true that Corey Kluber has less than a strikeout per inning this year. Maybe that, and maybe I was not paying enough attention. And then, drumroll, as I look live on the show. No, it's a full caper nine more for Kluber so far this year. And right. definitely a big gap in the group. Okay, you got me. Congratulations. Uh, but it's close. It, the point is Kluber's lower than I thought. Less than a strikeout in inning for him is, is low. I hope you don't break your hand patting yourself on the back in that one, Joe. I was ready to be wrong. I was like, uh-oh, did I not know that? Uh, Kluber lower than I thought, but I still trust him against the White Sox. It'll be fine. Sure. The only other name I have is Colby Lewis getting the Angels. Colby Lewis has a 2.75 ERA and a 1.10 whip, and he's 36 years old, but pitching fine so far, and I have picked worse pitchers against the Angels. I picked Ross Stripling against the Angels. If I like went with Ross Stripling, i got to kind of trust Colby Lewis. I know we give him a hard time, but are you considering Colby Lewis and his 2.75 ERA getting the Angels? Probably not, no. Okay, not for you. I don't blame it not being for you. It's a, I don't have a ton of faith, but he deserves to be mentioned. He deserves to be considered. If you want to go that way, he's been good. The Angels is a good matchup. Home runs! He's, he's doing the Josh Tomlin thing, where he's giving up solo shots. I don't know what the deal is. He's giving up a ton of home runs, but I I don't know. Uh, hopefully, you can think, oh, those are start to go over the fence with people on base, or you can think, oh, he's going to start keeping them in the yard. I don't know what's going on with Colby Lewis, but 275 ERA, good whip, worth mentioning. Yeah. All right, uh, any other pitchers in the afternoon for you? We don't want to talk about James Shields and Jake Peavy. <laughs> No, I don't think so. No, I don't think we do either. It's stay away bo- on, on both of them. Yeah. Okay, how about in the evening for you? Where do you think you're going? There's less options here. Yeah, there are quite a few fewer options in the evening. Pitching heavy in the afternoon, hitter heavy in the evening. Uh, I, I kind of like Stephen Wright. Yeah, that's right. Stephen Wright. It's in Fenway and it's against Colorado. But w- what does the Coors hangover effect look like against a knuckleballer? I have no idea. And we'd never know. I have no idea either. But, I, but I'm but i willing to take a chance on it. He's been good. And the Rockies away from home. I don't know. And a good chance at a win, right? Yeah. I, th- I think if you're hunting for wins, Steven, you could do a lot worse than Steven Wright. Yeah. Who else are you thinking? Uh, Hisashi. Yeah. Hisashi Ryukuma gets up the, the beat-up A's, who've been okay, but, but not looking that great. And he's been all right. 
Other than that, if, if, I'm, if I'm hunting for wins, I kind of like Marco Estrada just because he, he doesn't really have a platoon split, so I don't really... Yeah. There's not much of an advantage there, and I, he's he's proven he can keep the you know the baseball in the ballpark and somehow he's going to the Yankee Stadium. But, say, you know, yeah, he's going to the Yankee Stadium, but he's able to get it done in Toronto. So if he goes there, I, that's kind of a volatile one, just because I could see him going over the fence and him being in trouble, but I could also see him going six scoreless because he was able to keep it in. So I don't think that's uh, that's crazy uh, at all. Um, how about Ruby De La Rosa going to Pittsburgh? He's been okay, and Pittsburgh is a good place to pitch, and they don't have that many lefties. No. He's able to keep the righties in check. Are you considering Ruby De La Rosa at all? I, I would rather go with Iwakuma right in, in, over over Ruby, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I'm i okay with that. Yeah. How about uh, Tyler Wilson getting the Astros, who have looked a little beat up? You're only hoping for five good innings there and some strike, not even many strikeouts, maybe a win when they blow up McHugh. Do you like that at all? I, I do kind of like Tyler Wilson. I think I, I might like Tyler Wilson a bit better than Ruby. Yeah, uh, I think you're crazy there, but I, it's because Ruby can get strikeouts and can go deeper innings, but Tyler Wilson's okay. Um, and then Junior Guerra had 10 strikeouts out last time, and the Braves are so bad. Junior Guerra is like a 30-year-old journeyman who's just finally getting his major league opportunity, but... He's been okay. Ten strikeouts last time. Like the Braves, that bad. I think the Braves are just a, a pick you can you can stream against. You know, so if you that that is better than Tyler Wilson for me. That's a better matchup. That's a guy that'll do the bare minimum for you. So I think that's an option. Um, but it's probably looking like it's going to be a a hitter heavy day at least in the evening. If you're doing the evening slate, you're picking some cheap pitchers and then going in with your hitters. So. Yeah. Any other pitchers? I mean, Dan Straley gets the Dodgers, but like, it's not a great matchup, and you can't trust his bullpen. And I don't know. Agreed. Yeah. That, that's that's even if you like Dan Straley, you got to be worried about the bullpen. Yeah, and you don't trust Jeff Locke. You don't trust Ivan Nova. You don't trust Scott Casimir. Really, he's been so bad. Uh, it's Matt Andresi getting the Marlins is literally the last name I wrote down, and it's hard to be really excited about that. It's boring, but I I. It, it kind of makes sense. You know, I would probably you're... rather hunt wins with someone real cheap like Tyler Wilson or Junior Guerra. If you, I mean, if you're thinking about Matt Andres, you might as well go there. But I don't know. It's a tough one at the night. I believe in De La Rosa more than you do, but I might roll the dice on Stephen Wright as well. So. I, I think I might like Andres better than De La Rosa. All right. Well, good news because he's eligible in our Field of Streams contest. Awesome. So uh, if you'd like, there's a lot of a lot of streaming options here today. A lot of guys we mentioned that uh, are eligible for this contest: Tyler Duffy, Dylan G, Colby Lewis, Hector Santiago. Uh, again, Jake Peavy. I kind of scratched him out. Like, no, you don't. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Junior Guerra, Ruby De La Rosa, Tyler Wilson, and Dan Straley are all streaming options. Less than fifty percent on Yahoo leagues. We get to pick one. Um, I will go first. I think the safe options are Junior Guerra and Tyler Wilson, and I suppose Andresi if you feel that against the Marlins. I'm going to go ahead and uh, believe in Ruby. I'm going to play with my lead a little bit and and be a little volatile and go with uh, Ruby and hope to get some strikeouts there. And also play on being in Pittsburgh, which is a much nicer place to pitch than he's used to in uh, Arizona. So, uh, yeah. Do you want Andresi or do you want, you want, I mean, I thought about Colby Lewis. You, you don't believe me there. What are you thinking? For me, it's between Duffy and Andrese, and I'm probably going to go with Andrese. Andrese, 46% coming in, under 50%, just barely. Uh, that two-hit shutout will do that. Uh, 11 strikeouts in 21 innings this year, but a 2.11 ERA and a 0.75 whip. So uh, he'll be serviceable. Um, okay, that should do it for us in this weird split slate. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? 
I think we ran it down pretty well, I think. All right. So tomorrow, on Thursday, there's three morning games. Pardon me, not tomorrow. On Thursday. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. On Thursday, three morning games and five evening games. So if you thought we got deep on Wednesday... That's going to be a fun show for you and I to try and find some options. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Now. It'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, if you thought that Centeno was, was a deep pick or Ryan Rua, it's going to be fun. So, um, all right, Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. We love hearing from you guys. That's why we do the show. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, hit us up there, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.